Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Just when we started to get a little scared about Nick Bosa, a glimmer of hope emerges from Twitter. We're going to get into all that. What's good, everybody? Rob Statsgarer here. Grant Cohn there. Welcome to another joint production podcast. Grant, this team is a nonstop content factory. It's phenomenal, and I'm so grateful. I often complain about Kyle Shanahan, but I think it's disingenuous because when before he took over the team, I was living in a one-bedroom apartment with no cars. Now I live in a house in Oakland, California with two cars. It's basically the house that Kyle Shanahan built, and he built it with indecision at quarterback. And just the penchant for drama. Like, we could extend Nick Bosa on the first day of camp. Why don't we? Why don't do it right before week one? Just so Grant has something to talk about. And Rob, too, I think it's really generous on his part. Thank you, Kyle. Hey, I appreciate everything the Niners have given us. We're going to get into the Nick Bosa contract talks because there's a little bit of news on that today. We're going to get into the 53-man roster. We're going to get into a bunch of things today. Please like and subscribe to both YouTube uh, pages, the Gold Standard YouTube page and the Grant Cohen YouTube page. Please and thank you. All right, let's get right to it. We're all worried about Nick Bosa. We're all freaking out. There's a Reddit post. I brought the video back on Twitter. That was, you know, from John Lynch's press conference in April. We all remember this. Carter, if teams call to, to ask about his trade availability. Yeah, that hotline's closed. That, that, that never opened. We were all freaking out, right? Because there was a Reddit post that Bosa was going to get traded. And then 
we get this from Jason Dumas, who is the sports director of KRON in San Francisco. Source, Nick Bosa will be with the team and available to play week one in Pittsburgh. The two sides plan to get a deal done, quote, within the next few days. Your reaction, Grant? I believe Jason, not the anonymous guy on Reddit. No idea who the anonymous guy on Reddit is, but I do know Jason very well. And if people like he he covers all sports in the Bay Area and he also is plugged in in Philly. So he has like broken lots of stories here in Philly. And if you're just getting to know him, follow him. He does a great job. I believe him. Uh, he's usually right. So I'm. I, this sounds like how the Niners would do it, you know, get everyone worried have everyone talking about it, maybe maybe lower expectations to get people saying, oh, the Niners don't know what they're doing, so they can just do something that they should have done all along and get praised for it. You didn't think we were going to extend Nick Bosa, did you? I mean, I, it, I thought you would. You dragged it out and made it dramatic, but I'm glad that you did something you're supposed to do all along. Congratulations. You're the best organization in football because you extended Nick Bosa. Wow. Generic name says, hopefully they fail to sign him would be the nail in the coffin for this regime. You're on your own on that generic name. You got to love how angry Niner fans are before week one. Now, if they, if they start the season five and oh, all the anger is going to go away. But if they start the season two and three, it won't, it'll just amplify. I want to say this because I tweeted out last night that like contract talks don't always have to be this difficult. They don't always have to be this contentious and people are coming at me like, well, what do you want him to just give in to his demands? Yes. Yes, I do. It's not my money. Okay. Like I, I don't care yeah. about quote unquote winning the negotiation. I don't, especially when the team has been telling me that they budgeted for this and how easy life right. is going to be now. Cause you have the quarterback on the cheapest contract that there could possibly be. You traded Trey Lance away for the cap savings. Right. So this should be no problem. I don't know why people are like acting like it's their money with Nick Bosa. Yeah, and this is supposed to be a very uh, wealthy franchise. This is like one of the wealthiest franchises in the NFL. And a lot of people are saying like, oh, well, this is just how the Bosa's do business. Well, I'm looking at Joey Bosa. He signed his extension with the Chargers, who are kind of like a poverty franchise, if we're being honest. Like, they don't have a lot of cash. I mean, they gave Joey Bosa his... Right. They gave Joey Bosa a five year, $135 million extension with 102 million total guarantees. Uh, They gave him that on July 28th of 2020. (laughs) So the Chargers got it done. Joey Bosa got it done. How are the Niners and Nick Bosa not getting it done when, like, it's pretty clear what the numbers are going to be? The Niners said they budgeted for it. They said they weren't going to, like, to your point, they said they weren't going to trade him. Like, is this just how Parag Marate does business? And if so, it seems a little silly, you know, wasting your own time. Yeah. Kwana says football is cyclical. This all feels like the beginning of the end of a cycle of success in this 49ers era. There is a cloud. Real quick, well, I want to like let's say they announced this today. John Lynch is talking today at two forty. Don't know why, but let's say they had, we did it. Okay, you waited this long. Do you think the Niners are going to win this negotiation in any way, or when the numbers come out, it's going to be like, yeah, that's pretty much what I was expecting Nick Bosa would get. And if so, like, what took so long? That's my question. I fully expect that Bosa is going to get the bag. He's going to get a ton of yeah. guaranteed money. I, I don't <laughs> expect, but like, just getting him signed is the win for the 49ers. and it. It seems like they are, they have a lot of bad process this offseason. But even with that bad process, like it could still all pay off for them. Cause I agree with Quana, there is a cloud right now. But if Brock Purdy is as good as they think, they'll be good. They'll score a bunch of points and they'll win a bunch of games. As long as Nick Bosa is signed, he's going to play. He'll be good. That defense will be good. So even though the process was a little shaky this offseason, 
they still could come out okay in all this. They could win the Super Bowl. Now, if they finally have good health luck, although I'm not sure it's a luck issue when you're top 10 in injuries 10 years in a row or whatever it is, but if they finally get some luck with health, their starter, they're starting 22 is as good as anyone's or close. So we, we've seen their depth isn't that great. And I think a large part of that is the fact that they took three first round picks in the third and just lit them on fire, <laughs> threw them away. Didn't even see what they had from them. And so that'll hurt your depth. But their starters are really, really, really good. The right side of the offensive line notwithstanding. So, yeah, they could win the Super Bowl this year for sure. If they keep some players healthy, which they don't. I mean, honestly, Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey, we should expect them to get hurt. But hopefully they don't. Daniel Cardenas says, I need to take a break from this organization as I have been very disappointed with how they treated Lance. Because of it, we are thin in our depth. They are not as deep, I feel, as they have been in years past. But again, like it could work out for them, but I don't think that they are as deep as they have been in years past. They need a lot of unproven uh, rookies and second-year players to step up and play roles, like be good. And they also need Isaiah Oliver to not suck. So, uh, okay, I was going to get into the roster breakdown a little later, but since you brought it up. Him making the team, I was like, what? Excuse me? How? I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on cornerback play, but the general feeling I got was he was not worthy of a roster spot. And let's be honest, he's here because new defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes said he was the best nickel corner on the market. And when he was asked about his sketchy play, Wilkes got very defensive and he said, no, no, no. We're happy with every, with exactly where Isaiah Oliver is. And I'll just say this. If you're in a rotation, that's not a sign of good play. That's not a sign of depth. That's a sign of you're not good enough to be the sole starter on your own. I mean, they gave him a two-year contract worth almost $7 million with $2,900,000. Uh, $2.9 Wow. That's how you say it. <laughs> fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. Like, I get the feeling that after the Niners completely wasted the York's money on Trey Lance, like almost $30 million, that's not a little bit of money. Cash, gone. Maybe maybe the Niners are a little afraid to be like, hey, um, Jed, John, Denise, remember that cornerback that we said that we needed and you gave the money for to $3 million? He sucks. I'm so sorry. It's just the new defensive coordinator said we should get him, but and we trusted him. But then we brought him in, and man, He's awful. We gave him a shot, practice, all the pre- terrible. We're going to have to throw those $3 million away. And at some point, maybe they're like, maybe we're going to stop. Maybe we'll stop. <laughs> maybe we'll just tell the Yorks that we're spending their money wisely. Because I just, I get the feeling that the Yorks aren't happy. You know, I, I'm sure there's a lot of things to be happy about with this organization. But just the whole Trey Lance thing, I could see them being like, hey, you know, that can never, ever, ever happen again. We understand that, right? Can't ever happen again, right? And they're like, yeah. I guess I kind of like throwing away picks is kind of what we do, but we'll try anyway. The the thing is like, you were going to spend the money no matter who you picked, but the fact that they only started him for four games, like if they had played him and you, you knew, then I think the Yorks would say it wouldn't be as big a deal, right? Correct. Cause it's like, Hey, people miss, it didn't work people out, miss. whatever it happens. But the fact that he spent all that money and never really got anything for it, I could see how that could be, a source of frustration. Right. Cause like York. two years ago, they went to the Yorks and were like, we need this. We need the, we need the draft uh, picks. We need the money. This is the move we need. And then two years later, you go back to the Yorks and you're like, look, um, turns out that wasn't what we needed. 
and we never got a chance to put him on the field because the timelines didn't match up. And we didn't think this through two years ago. So thanks for the $30 million and all the draft picks. But it turns out it's just a false start. Like we, we don't, we don't, we're not even going to try. So sorry. <laughs> sorry. Like, yeah. What? If Javon Hargrave plays this year and gets 12 sacks, then the New Yorks will be like, great. That's awesome. But if they just kept him on the bench for the entirety of his contract and then traded him. Yeah. That's sorry. a different thing. Kwana yeah. says conspiracy. The Cowboys gave Trey Lance, Patrick Mahomes, number 15 to troll the 49ers. That would be hilarious. I don't think that's Did true at 15? all. Did yeah, he take 15? Oh, wow. Interesting. Why not five? Who's five over there? I guess it doesn't matter. I don't know. Uh, is <laughs> watching on a five minute delay in the house that Kyle Shanahan built is hilarious. It Thank is you, Kyle. Funny. Thank you, Kyle. I hope you, I hope you work here forever, man. Do you think that uh, Lynch is going to announce a deal at his press conference today with Nick Bosa? Why else would he talk, right? It just seems so strange. If he's there and Bosa isn't signed, it's like, what are you here to talk about, man? Like, what is, what could you possibly have to talk about today? They better have that signed. When I saw the news, I assumed it was just to talk about the 53-man roster. Um, Because now that it's set and finalized. Good point. point. Because the weird thing is... Remember when he spoke earlier this offseason, he said that he had an agreement with Kyle to, quote, go away during the season. So it's like, all right, I never heard of that. But if that's your agreement, then why are you popping up again? I assume it's to talk about the 53. I heard something else. I heard that the beat writers went to the PR staff and was like, hey, you know how John Lynch talks weekly on KMBR? It'd be really nice if he would talk weekly with us. You know what I mean? Like, how about us? We have questions, too. And I think that the Niners are like, okay. So I think I think John Lynch is going to try to make himself available during the season more often, which is helpful because he actually explains stuff way better than Kyle. So just to be clear, beat writer Grant Cohn is saying that he heard that other beat writers went to the Niners and wanted John Lynch to give more press conferences. That's what I heard. That's what I, I heard. I, I, <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. I mean, we'll see if it happens, but today seems to be one example of it happening. Matt, New York, SF 49er fan says, no roster politics, best man plays. Oliver, what the bleep? I don't get the feeling he's going to play. I just feel, get the feeling they're yeah. not going to throw his, his you know, salary down the tubes because they just did that with Trey Lance, and maybe the Yorks are like, enough. <laughs> enough. We're not At throwing least- away more money. Right, at least we just bought leads. We're paying. <laughs> we did. We just bought leads. Like talk about throwing away a lot of money. Like that's what we do here. It's very, very interesting what is happening with the 49ers. I hope that the Bosa stuff gets done. You know, Lynch kept saying we're not going to negotiate through the media, but then all of a sudden, Same. Ian Rapport is up on McAfee saying, "Oh, the Niners made him a substantial offer." And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's negotiating through the it media is. right there. And that's coming from the 49ers side because that's trying to paint Nick Bosa as he's being greedy. He wants right. too much money. And I saw it from fans on Twitter saying, hey, we, we made a substantial offer. Why isn't he signed? It's like, no, no, no. That's that's not how this works. So that made me nervous when I saw Rappaport talking. Yeah. And then he also said that they're not the two sides aren't even close, which made me feel like this is going to get done in a few days. That that <laughs> always happens. Like they're like, this isn't even close. And then like three days later, like, man, you know, they talked about it and they made some real good strides. This happened with the George Kittle thing. Remember, Mike Silver said like the, he like tweeted an inchworm like that's the progress that they're having. Like it was done three days later or two. So as soon as I heard that, I'm like. Okay, one of these sides is getting Nancy. One of these sides or both sides want this to be over now. And I get the feeling. It's going to be done at some point before week one. I'd just be so surprised if the Niners botched it. Wouldn't be mad. You know, I love making fun of the Niners. I love pointing out their faults. I'm ready. If they, I just don't expect the Niners to blunder something so easy. 
This is a slam dunk. It's a slam dunk. You got you, this. You would think, but honestly, like yeah. when I saw that Reddit report, I was like, that's crazy. But you know what? With this team, you can't rule it out totally because you never know what they're going to do. Yeah, but after what they've said, like we've budgeted for it and the hotline isn't open, like I don't see how you can trade them, man. They traded Buckner, yeah. but they never said that kind of stuff. I mean, they kind of hinted that he was special, but like Bosa, they pretty much said they'd write him a blank freaking check if they had to. Right. They've pretty Defense much said that, so yeah. Defensive player of the year, he's at a different level than DeForest Buckner. You're literally not paying your quarterback, so there's no excuse. Get it done. Right. Yeah. Carlos, he yeah. says paying and keeping Bosa makes everything else tolerable. If it keeps the window open, in my honest opinion. Yeah. The, the window, like I, I'm really getting tired about hearing about the window. The window. Like, I don't, right. The Super Bowl window. The window. Like, I don't care about the window. I just don't want to hear about it anymore. I don't want it governing decisions for the franchise anymore because it doesn't match up with what they've done. Yeah. Super Bowl window. We have Kyle Juszczyk in his prime. We got to make moves. Uh-huh. Sure. But, yeah, I, I'm very frustrated uh -huh. by that. Uh, generic name says I skipped a couple of early supers. I hope I didn't. Right. It's always uh, in the stars. The stars, yeah, you can always find them. Yeah, you're Ray Rogers says hopefully Nick breaks a single season sack record. Uh, generic name says don't lump me in with others. I'm following Trey until this regime is gone. I hope this. I hope they f this up so that they can I can come back faster. Like don't do that though. Like we don't need to. We can criticize Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch and and the poor moves that they have made and how they've handled things without wanting them fired. It's not one or the other, I think. Hey, hey, fans can want them fired if they want. That's the beauty of being a fan. You can want whatever the hell you want. I think a lot of Niner fans are like, you know what? I just became a little bit of a Cowboy fan. I never thought this day would freak. I hate the Cowboys. But the <laughs> Niners said they asked me to get emotionally tied to this player. I do. They trade him to our rival? Like, there is a world where Purdy and Lance meet in the playoffs perennially. That could happen. I mean, think about it. Dak Prescott is the dude who leads the league in picks. He does that shit again. Like he's out. Trey Lance is the dude who threw no picks in college. You don't think they know that in Dallas? They don't want that anymore. Dak could be out. McCarthy could be out in a year. This could be Lance's team down the stretch. I mean, what a world that would be in where they actually meet in the playoffs every year, where, where this Trey Lance thing haunts the Niners for years. Now, maybe that won't happen. Maybe he'll be a bust. Maybe he'll never play for the Cowboys, but that's a scenario, and you know we're all rooting for it. We all are rooting for that. We want to see Lance play against the Niners in the playoffs. Hell yeah, we do. That would be too good. Too oh, good. Oh, my goodness. That, I yeah. mean, it's there's absolutely a chance of that happening. There's a chance of that happening. And then, and then they could meet the Raiders in the Super Bowl every year and face Jimmy. I mean, wouldn't that just be the living end? They could also, there could also be a scenario where McCarthy gets fired, Dak, they get rid of Dak, and the new coaching staff says, we don't care about Trey Lance. We never wanted this guy, and Trey Lance just never ends up being anything. Like, True. there's a lot of crazy stuff no doubt. that can yeah. happen. Because he's back on the bench, right? He's not, like, going to Tampa where he could play and right. experience the growing pains. Like, it's no, it, no, it's back on the bench. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Generic name says it's one or the other when it goes beyond football, the way the 49ers ruined a young man's career. Now, look, I it's agree. It's not over I, yet. They said it back. They said it back. They've also handled a lot of things well, too. Like, let's not forget that. You know, and I agree that this yeah. was this was no bad. Doubt. But that's not the only – you have to look at the full picture. And so I just – that's why I'm not like, fire everybody. I'm very unhappy with how this went. True. But if they fall out – if they let's say they fall off uh, this year, as teams sometimes do, um, <laughs> and they – Never win that Super Bowl. Ten years from now, we're not going to be talking about, hey, let's give that regime a lot of credit. Like they, Agreed. Ten years from now, we're going to be saying, like, you know, they missed it just like Harbaugh missed it. They had an opportunity. They missed it. So big year for them. Big freaking year for them. Uh, Easy Tino says, I think Bosa and family negotiated him not reporting until the first game, missing all of camp and all the preseason. The special ones get special treatment in San Francisco. See McCaffrey, Debo, Purdy, Kittle. Look, it's entirely yeah, but Joey fun. didn't do that with the Chargers three years ago. I, that's my only thing. The, Joey yes. didn't do that. And we don't so know. This is a Bosa tactic. This is new. It's possible that he was like, look, you know me. You know the shape I'm in. It's not like Trent Williams. Like, he was there, but let's be honest. What has Trent Williams done this preseason? You know? And maybe Bosa. Or maybe it wasn't negotiated. Maybe Bosa just said, look, don't agree until this date because I don't feel like showing up. Like, he knew he wasn't going to get fined. It's, it's entirely possible that that's the case, too. It just feels like when Parag Marate is negotiating with a player like Debo or Armstead, who has an injury history or plays like a non-premium position, Parag's got him. Like, he's money. But when you have to negotiate with someone who's the defensive player of the year or DeForest Buckner and really, like, the whole, the whole exercise is give the guy what he wants, <laughs> sometimes I feel like Parag can get in the way. Like, what is the problem, man? There's nothing to negotiate here. You either want Nick Bosa at his price or you don't. So make up your mind. And the Niners, like, have it? Yeah, I don't know. They will. I'm sure I'm sure Nick Bosa will get signed. But this is where I feel like Parag gets in the way, man. Like, it's Nick Bosa. This should be done. This should have been done a month ago. There's nothing to negotiate. He's not going to budge. He won't. And all, you can wait, though. Like, the other thing is, like, if Nick Bosa signs for $35 million a year, if he signed for $34 million, are people going to be like, oh, the 49ers won the negotiation. Did it again. Parag did it again. Like, no one cares. Then people can be like, man, he should have been here. And, you know, if, if Bosa comes back and he signs, like, a, a day before or a week before week one and he's not in perfect football shape and he, like, pulls his hamstring and misses a month, people are going to be mad at the Niners. Like, this is on you. You should have been there. Just like Joey was there all offseason. Hell. I agree. Uh, on the goal yeah. line, agrees with me about the Super Bowl window. The Patriots had a 20-year window. Joe Burrow said it best. The Super Bowl window is my entire career. When you it's have the, the quarterback. quarterback that's true. It's, it's the true. Quarterback. It's yeah. only limited when you build the team the way the Niners have built a team, which is sort of in reverse, right? Build the right. team up and add the quarterback. Then it's limited. But when you got the stud under center, you're right. It's his whole career. You know what's really interesting to me? So Kyle Shanahan just built this team this way. He got full control over the Niners, and he made it his business. I want to get the D-line. I want to get the defense first. I'm going to add the quarterback last. Look at the, his coaches who have gone on. Uh, from, they were with the Niners, D'Amico and Sala. First thing those two did, first year, draft a quarterback. Now, 
it didn't work out for Salah. But it's just interesting. These guys worked for Kyle. They were with the 49ers when they drafted Solomon Thomas. And they're like, you know what? You know what? When I get my opportunity, I'm going to do it different. And Robert Salah had to pivot to Aaron Rodgers year three. Fine. Fine. He, the, the process was much better in Houston and New York than it is here in San Francisco. And what's interesting about the Jets, so it didn't work out with Zach Wilson. They didn't throw him away. He's still on the team. It's they true. went out and got Aaron Rodgers and put Zach Wilson on the back burner. The Niners could have put Trey Lance on the back burner for Brock Purdy, who for sure ain't Aaron Rodgers, but instead they just threw him away. What? Yeah. Like, why did you have what? to get him off the team? You we don't even have Aaron Rodgers. And right. I think what the Niners would say is, well, Trey requested a trade, but it's like all you had to do was make Donald QB3. So, Trey Lance requested a trade. I'm requesting a trade right now. Oh, I didn't get traded. Damn. I mean, I want to be traded. Trade me. Oh, they don't have to. Oh, I don't work for them. Sorry. <laughs> it is interesting that the Niners are still trying to perform this experiment, right? The plan with Lance was to throw a young quarterback in with this ready-made roster. They're still doing that with Brock. Like, don't yeah. forget, Brock is 23. He's got eight games of NFL eight. experience. Like, yeah. they're still trying this experiment. And we don't know that it can't work. It may have worked last season. We don't know. But they're still trying to, to do what they're doing with Trey Lance. So we're going to find out. It's a crazy amount of pressure to put on a young player, a 23-year-old player, a 23-year-old player. And what we like about Brock is that he seems impervious to pressure. But it's a whole different level now, man. Like, essentially, last year, you were Mr. Irrelevant. Everyone kept talking about it. What an amazing story. The last pick in the draft, he can walk without tripping. He can throw a football. It's amazing. Now it's like, no, 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 no. You're the real deal, Holyfield, franchise quarterback of the Super Bowl, favorite 49ers. They got rid of a guy. They spent three first-round picks. for. So essentially, they spent three first-round picks on you. Go get them, buddy. Be better than last year. Win the Super Bowl at 23. One quarterback all f***ing time has done that, Ben Roethlisberger. And like that's the expectation for little Brock Purdy. Man, go be the most successful young quarterback ever since, like, Brady and Roethlisberger. And everyone's like, yeah, that's fair. That's really unfair. I feel for Brock Purdy. That sucks, dude. Good luck. It's an incredible amount of pressure. A lot of people would say his poise was his greatest attribute. He's going to need it this need season it. because there is yep. a crazy amount of pressure on him. Uh, Niner Matt says, crazy. what time do Kyle and John speak today? Kyle speaks at 2 p.m. Pacific. John Lynch is after that. 2.40 is the scheduled time. One more thing with Brock. What's crazy about him is let's say he doesn't win the Super Bowl this year. Mm -hmm. Let's say he goes to the playoffs and, like, loses in the first round or in the second round. That could be it for him. He could literally get replaced by, like, 37-year-old Kirk Cousins next year. How unfair is that? Brock, you need to have Jimmy Garoppolo on speed dial for when you lose games and Kyle throws you under the bus. Call Jimmy and be like, man, he did it again. And Jimmy be like, man, I know, man, I know. He does it to all of us. It sucks. Then you call Trey, commiserate with him, call up Matt Ryan, RG3. They'll all, there needs to be like a Kyle Shanahan support group. Like I played quarterback for Kyle Shanahan and I'm still having recovered. Like a group, a group therapy practice. Okay, how do you Hi, feel? I get these panic attacks. I don't know. Like, I'm Rob. I'm you. Hi, Rob. <laughs> Uh, it's it's a tough situation for Brock to be sure because you're right. If he doesn't win the Super Bowl if he has a one and done playoff situation. God. The Niners may say, "Hey, it's a Super Bowl window. We gotta Sorry. go get Kirk Cousins. We need nothing no against guy. Brock. We like Brock. He's got a good future in the league. It's just that we have this win now, so we had to get Sam Darnold. He's more experienced." <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I almost said it with a straight face. I tried. I tried. I can't close.
Christopher says Brock's done if he doesn't win a Super Bowl this season. That I mean, we're skipping ahead. Obviously, they haven't even played the season yet, but, but it, it's going to be scenario. a fascinating scenario. Yep. Yeah. Uh, earlier, you were talking about you know going to York and the Yorks maybe being upset that the 49ers spent all that money on Lance and didn't get anything out of it. My lit question, it on fire like the Joker in that one scene. Just lit it on fire. I'm only burning my half. What if, let's say the Niners don't win a Super Bowl this year and they decide like, hey, we want to make a play for Caleb Williams, perhaps, if that becomes a thing. Can they go to Jed and be like, hey, can we give up three firsts for this rookie quarterback? Like, no, Highly right? Highly doubt like, it. Highly yeah, doubt so it. That kind of sucks that if I it just feel like they can't out. make any big swings on quarterbacks at all. I, I kind of feel like if the Yorks brought in Kyle, they're like, look, man. We respect what you've accomplished here. We like Brock Purdy, but what you did with Trey Lance is a fireball offense for anyone else. So it's got to work with, with Brock. And if it doesn't work with Brock, then we're officially going to feel like you don't know what the hell you're doing at quarterback, and we're not going to let you try again because you're on, like, plan Z, dude. This has well, to work. That's the thing, right? You picked Jimmy. We traded for Jimmy, and we paid Jimmy. And we you paid picked him. him. And it didn't work out. You picked Trey, and he never played. Almost nobody gets to pick three quarterbacks. Even if you win, almost nobody gets to pick three. So it's really it's not just who you picked. It's who you passed on, man. You didn't want Patrick Mahomes. You didn't want Tom Brady. Like, right. we trusted you every step of the way. Robert Sala has Aaron Rodgers. How? How? <laughs> like, if the Niners had, had fired Kyle Shanahan two years ago and elevated Robert Sala like someone crazy uh, suggested at the time, are you telling me they'd have Aaron Rodgers right now? Is that what's I, going I, on? I don't know. I do is Kyle Shanahan the one? He's be like, you know what, man? I don't want a quarterback like that. Like, Jed, only Jed knows. You tell me, Jed. That's troubling. I would not support that, by the way. Firing what? Kyle for Robert Sala. Would you, support, have, would you rather have Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy or Robert Sala and Aaron Rodgers? That's an interesting question. It is. I don't know. I don't okay, know think about Brock. it. It's a fair, hey, think about it. That's a fair answer, but think about it. Maybe next week. Think about it. <laughs> Brock Purdy's balls says... Thought the whole point of this roster is the weight of the world isn't on Brock's shoulders. Yeah, he's the quarterback. Uh -huh. point guard, not Mahomes. No, it is mm -hmm. on his shoulders. It is. He's the quarterback. Because he has to win. He has to at least get to a Super Bowl. I think uh -huh. if he gets to a Super Bowl, they're not going to replace him. But you got to get there. And that's hard to do at 23 in your second, halfway through your rookie year, essentially, if you go by games. No, 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 he'll be 24. He'll be 24 in the playoffs. So that, that makes it way better. Yeah, I... I there's a, I think there's pressure. I get what you're saying. Like he's not gonna have to look make, at like, Jake Moody, man. Jake Moody's like the same age. He's melting down. Can't take it. Preseason. It's like, oh my god, I'm the kicker for the 49ers. No. <laughs> Damn, this is hard. There's a lot of expectations. This isn't Michigan anymore. Yeah, dude, it is. It's unfair almost for a rookie. HR says can't stop the run, can't block well enough. Special teams is extra special, and it's Super Bowl or bust for Purdy. Smells like a recipe for success. <laughs> I can't Hold agree on. with you. Brock Purdy is officially a month younger than Jake Moody. So wow. those two are like the most important players on the team this year, if you think about it. Like those are like the two most tw important 23-year-olds in football. Brock Purdy, Jake Moody. Make it, it make is, it happen, guys. It is wild. Ty Bud says, Grant, in the press conference, why don't you hit 49ers with the hard questions? They're controlling the narrative by threatening to take credentials to cover them. I thought I did decent after the game on Friday. I, I asked like three or four questions of Kyle. What do you want me to do? I mean, like, is it the tone? Do you want me to be like more argumentative? Like, hey, Kyle, you kind of have to be like professional and polite. That's why you say, hey, Kyle. And then you kick him in the nuts with your question, with your words. <laughs> well, you asked with the your question. Words. That's the best answer, which was, 
would you do anything different with Trey? And Kyle said, I feel like I let Trey down. That, by the way, is the only, that's accountability. What John Lynch said, we take accountability. That's not accountability. Kyle saying, I let this kid down is accountability. Yeah, it was the best thing he said, and I was interested. I wasn't prepared for the question. It came to me when I was sitting there, and I don't think he was prepared for it either because when I asked it, he, like, stood and thought about it for five, six, seven seconds, which I, you always appreciate when a player or coach actually thinks about the question. And here's yeah. a thoughtful answer because so many times they, like, know what pre-programmed response they're going to give halfway through your question. They're like, oh, that's a one-day-at-a-time answer. For sure. Or, oh, that's I take full responsibility answer. For sure. Like, he was like, nah, man, let me actually say something real. I appreciated that. I do like Kyle Shanahan for that. Thank you. I want to get to something in a minute, but let's get to this super chat. Matt, New York, San Francisco 49er fan says, Shanahan's playing 40 chess. He'll be the Dallas head coach in 2024. (laughs) (laughs) That would be. That would be such a nightmare for Trey. He'd be like, (laughs) no! It's like the end of the movie where the guy's not dead and he just pops up and you're like, oh my God, he just won't leave me alone. I want to get to something because I've been talking about it for months, basically for over a year, actually. And Tim Kawakami just confirmed it in The Athletic this week. He had a great article with a lot of juicy tidbits in there about Trey Lance and what went wrong. But Tim said in the article that when the Niners were doing the Trey Lance package in 2021, Garoppolo and the vets on offense didn't like it. And they complained. And guess what? I've been saying that forever. Every beat writer knew about it, Grant. Why didn't anybody ask Kyle? Why didn't you ask Kyle about it? Because I suck at my job. And I'm I'm in the I'm in the Niners pocket. They they essentially they they don't pay me, but it's I get preferential treatment. I get all the one-on-ones I get is is because I go easy. No, no, you're right. It's a good question, man. This should have been asked. I feel like it was understood or it was assumed. Um, but it wasn't ever, we, we never put him on the record with it, which we should have. And this year, like they keep trying to rewrite history about this, this finger, man, shut the up with this finger, man. Like it wasn't the issue. It was clearly like if the, if the finger was such an issue, he wouldn't have been on the field at the end of the first drive. Right. Wouldn't have been on the field. He wouldn't have beat Houston. Like it was not, I'm sure it was an issue, but it wasn't the issue. The issue was, uh, the Jimmy click. They, he, they overruled the head coach, and the head coach was like, okay, well, I got to go with my leadership council on this one, man. Like, you should have – if that's what you were going to do, you should have called them up before you traded for Trey in the first place. You should have got their blessing if that's what you needed. And I don't – I'm not trying to call you out specifically, but I don't want to separate okay. you. From it's okay. I should have done it. I, I fumbled. Antonio says, stats seem so uncomfortable with this guest. Am I uncomfortable with you? Nah. I think me and uh, stats like to play up a little tension for the – for the show, but afterwards, when we're done, we just we just love bomb each other. You were so great. No, you were so great. You're such a star. No, you're a star. Nicolo credits says, I can't wrap my head around why the bleep they even announced Darnold over Lance. Who benefits? It puts Kyle and John on the hot yeah. seat, force Lance out, and puts more pressure on Purdy and this team. I have a theory. Why? I, have a theory. I love this question. Okay. I have a theory. So I think Larry Kruger f***ed it all up. I think it was all Larry's fault. So Larry comes in on Tuesday. First question for Kyle, when are you going to name your, your backup quarterback? Kyle had no answer. I don't think he thought about it. And he was like, uh, 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 um, um, I don't know. I could do it 90 minutes before uh, game time. I could I, I could have both guys be backup. I'm not going to say. Okay, so that was his awful answer. Unprepared. I have a feeling Trey Lance heard that shit and was like, no, 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 Kyle. No, no, no. Like, make up, tell me right now. And Kyle, as opposed, he could have been like, no, I'm not going to. I'm the head coach. I make up my mind. He's like, Okay, in that case, it's Darnold. And it's just, I, just, I could see it. 
I could see it becoming this whole little match like all right it's Darnold all right I'm out all right fine I don't care all right it's like no dude like wait because what happened was later that night after they traded Trey Lance Nate Sudfeld tears his ACL that night you could have waited you you could have waited until all the preseason games were over then call Sam Darnold the number two guy trade Trey Lance to Detroit maybe for a third round pick maybe for a fourth maybe for two fourths man but you didn't do that it feels very emotional it feels very emotional like you said the wrong thing on Tuesday Trey Lance got upset on Wednesday. You traded him on Friday. Like, it just feels like, like you got in a fight with your girlfriend and you moved out. And it was like, what? Well, that was very fast. <laughs> you couldn't have worked it out. You just moved out. Yeah, man. F that. Like, okay, sweet, dude. <laughs> nice. Nice. I just don't know why Kyle didn't say, I'm not naming a backup quarterback. I, we've got a starter. The backup quarterback will be whoever I put in the game when it's like, you didn't have to say anything. And I feel like once he he got stuck to a story, that's when things kind of started to go off the rails. And they can't be like, oh, well, Trey asked for a trade. So we had to do what's right for Trey. Like, I'm really supposed to believe that this is the first time Trey asked for a trade. You're telling me Trey didn't ask for a trade in the offseason? Like, that's crazy to me. If that's the case, Trey, what were you waiting for? But I, just, I just don't I can't believe that this is the first time Trey was like, you know what? I'm a little uncomfortable with this situation. Like, he probably expressed this a long time ago. And the Niners were like, tough and now like after the second preseason game they're like okay it's time like nah man just just you've waited long enough see it through but they didn't but they did oh well so it's all larry krueger's fault uh this kind of larry definitely krueger's fault put the pigs in a pickle <laughs> i don't i like that he asked the question though i like Me it Dude, it was smart yes. it was smart yeah he, and the question was are you ever gonna name a backup quarterback or are you gonna wait till 90 minutes before uh <laughs> week one and, and Kyle literally said yes and yes which is like what what do you mean like that's not an answer what are I, you I gonna tried, do he yeah. tried to get out of it by saying well we could switch him every week right because that's essentially I asked like, that oh. well no him he asked that no I, I asked Larry I said I bet you we switched it every week and so Larry's follow-up was is it possible there could be a new backup every week and Kyle's like uh-huh and I think Trey was like oh word <laughs> what that's yeah. not what we signed up for nah Chris Tallarico says, Grant, you got it all wrong. They're going to trade Bosa for two-fourths, Debo for a third, but as two seconds for Brock. <laughs> They're going to be like, hey, we got our picks back, baby. Can't get mad at us for the trade. Lance trade. Yeah. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Brock's Purdy's balls are back. Got the impression John was caught off guard by Kyle telling Trey that morning, too does seem like Kyle knee-jerked. Joe Banner said that Kyle gets overly emotional and can yeah. and makes rash decisions, essentially. Yeah. And 
if yeah. if all of this came from that, then that's really bad. Because Kyle always talks about taking emotion out of it, taking emotion out of whether or not he should go for it on fourth down, taking emotion right. out of being aggressive with play calls so that he can win the game. And yet when this in this situation, and I don't know that he did get emotional, but if that's what happened, that's completely opposite of what he does during games. I know because it's you understand Trey getting emotional, right? It's his career. He's 23. He feels he got lied to. It's the worst day of his life or his career. And he doesn't go to practice. Uh, a, a, a grown up who's a little bit more emotionally regulated would say, OK, tough day for Trey. I understand where he's coming from. Um, let's not make this worse. Let's not add to this. Let's give him a day, calm down, and then we'll approach this tomorrow. Instead, they shipped his ass out of town. It almost felt like retribution. Like, oh, you show me up. You don't go to practice. You leak this. You try to take this in your own hands and spin the narrative. F- you. It almost felt like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, that's really emo- That's really mature, dude. Nice. Nice. I wrote, he just gave Trey what he wants. He just gave him what he wants. I wrote for our website, goldstandardniners.com, that if they had said that Trey was the number two and Darnold was three, I think the same. I think Darnold would have requested a trade also. They have the same agent. No one wants Sam Darnold. So, like, right. the Niners got a fourth-round pick for Trey Lance. They thought that was great. I, they probably could have gotten a little bit more if they'd waited uh, after Nate Sudfeld tore his ACL. But no one wants Sam Darnold. If they put Darnold on the block, I don't even know they'd get a sixth, man. They might <laughs> right. get a—you know what I'm saying? Like, who the fuck? Only the Niners want Sam Darnold. That is their thing. Yes. Maybe they're right. Maybe they're right. But at this point, he's their thing. Generic says, stats is <clears throat> uncomfortable firing Shanahan, even though he knows it's the right move. Hit reset. The team's going nowhere, and it's better than wasting time. I totally disagree that firing Shanahan is the right thing to do. And you know me. I always say what must be done eventually must be done immediately. But I'm not there with Kyle. I'm Can I ask not- you a question? Yes. No, no, I mean, firing a head coach like two weeks before the season starts well, is yeah, done, that, obviously. That, yeah. But, I mean, is he on notice for you? Like, uh, is there a certain level of performance you're expecting from this team this year for him to stay here? And if he falls short... If they miss the playoffs, if they're one and done, if they don't make win a playoff game, would you reconsider? Or are you pretty much sold on Kyle? If Brock plays really well and looks like a franchise quarterback, then even if they don't make the Super Bowl, I'm not firing Kyle Shanahan. But if it's like make the NFC Championship game, and but Brock kind of looks like Jimmy and you know kind of really struggles, then he's on the hot seat for me in 2024 for sure. So a lot is riding on on the Brock Purdy and how. What if they have a lot of injuries this year and it's like a nine and eight season and they try to use the injury excuse? That's a good question. Um, I I mean, they they have a lot of injuries every year and they've kind of gotten bailed out by this depth, right? Third string quarterback stepping up, backup running back stepping up like that might not happen this year from what we've seen with this team. It's a top heavy team. They kind of need health. They need some good luck. What if. They try to play the bad luck injury card. To me, I don't think they get that card anymore. It's like, man, you'd ha- you would have had depth if you'd use those three first-round picks on something other than <laughs> a quarterback who's on Dallas right now. Like, you could have had that depth. That's your fault. So, I don't know. I mean, be I mean, we'll see what happens. I guess it'll be apparent when it happens. That's a fair argument, though. You're right. Yeah. Like, even yeah. if you took one of those firsts and traded them for a bunch of other picks, like, there's your depth, you know? like Exactly. So that's, that's fair. Cost and control it, depth that you can afford. So Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway. I will have to begin the search because my other thing too is like I want to know who do you who want to hire. So exactly. I, I need to take a dive into that too because right now I'm not prepared for that. So maybe if I, I, I replace him with a defensive coach, whoever if they ever replace Kyle Shanahan, has got to be someone with the track record of working with quarterbacks and not. I mean, you got to make sure that he's really the reason that quarterback developed. I think 
there, Adam Gase got credit for being a quarterback whisperer. Like, no, man, you were just around Peyton Manning, dude. So, like, you got to make sure. I was interested in Shane Steichen. It felt like he had a hand in the Jalen Hurts thing. He was there for Justin Herbert's rookie year. And now I like what he's doing with Anthony Richardson, but I don't know. He could be a total freaking flop. We'll see. But that's the guy who was on my radar last year. Uh, there's, I mean, there's other interesting people in Philly still and in uh, Detroit who've done good things with these court. Like, what they're doing in Detroit with Jared Goff is impressive. All of a sudden, he's went from being trash to being like decent, like a pro bowler again. So quarter, like you want Brian Dayball, essentially. I would take Brian Dayball over Kyle Shanahan because maybe Kyle Shanahan's playbook is better than Dayball, but what Dayball has been able to do with Josh Allen and now Daniel Jones is rare. Danny. You can turn Daniel Jones into that kind of guy. I don't, I don't, I don't think highly of Daniel Jones at all, but with Dayball, he's a good player, even without weapons. So like, I, that's the kind of coach you're looking for, someone who can make that kind of an impact on a quarterback. That's what you I want. agree that that's the kind of coach you want. I don't agree yeah. on Daniel Jones. He's only had one year in the entire league with more. Well, I don't like Daniel Jones. I don't like, and I, I wouldn't trust him without Dayball. But if it's feel like if man, if you can make Daniel Jones look like that, you are special. And right. I felt like Josh Allen fell off without Dayball a little bit too. I feel like with Ken Dorsey, he's not quite as, as good. Yeah, and I I agree with what you're saying about Dayball. He appears to maximize the people that he has. Now, some people would say that about Kyle, but the difference is instead of trying to maximize a mid quarterback. Correct. I mean, maximize a super talented quarterback like a Patrick Mahomes. Because yep. that, that's yep. what Mahomes is. He's super talented, yep. but he's also being maximized by Andy Reid. Yep. Yeah, you give him all those screens. You, you, you protect him. You help him out. But still, you allow him to sort of make it his offense. Kyle never allows the quarterback to make it his offense. And I think that's an interesting distinction. Like, you look at the best offenses in the league, Cincinnati. That's Joe Burrow's offense. That's Josh Allen's offense in, in Buffalo. Yeah, Ken Dorsey's there calling plays, but it's Josh Allen's offense. I mean, he gets to decide when to go off script whenever the hell he wants. And even in Kansas City, it's Patrick Mahomes' offense. But in San Francisco, Santa Clara, it's always going to be Kyle's offense. And I think that's a limiting factor. Like, you got to... Tyler Dunn wrote a great, great piece today. I don't know if you know who Tyler Dunn is, but he essentially yeah, called... Know. Yeah, he called Kyle Shanahan a helicopter parent. Like, yeah, dude, you're doing your homework for your kid. You're looking through your kid's search history. Like, you're treating your quarterback like he's 11. You need to empower this dude like he's in graduate school, but you're not, and I think that's your problem. Well, yes, but I will also say this. Like, maybe it'll get to a point where Kyle could develop that with somebody, but he's never had the trust, right? It was very clear. He never trusted Jimmy Garoppolo, ever. I mean, he literally yeah. said on the Play Callers podcast – that in 2019, he took the ball away from him as soon as he almost threw a pick against the Vikings. So he never trusted him. So it's like, if I don't trust you, why am I going to let you have say on this offense? Because you haven't proven to me that basically, like, what I should care about what you say. If you don't trust the quarterback, man, why is he your starter? Your job is to find a quarterback you trust. And I almost feel like Kyle brags about not trusting his quarterbacks. Like, look, man. This guy, man. I don't trust this guy at all. You might think he's good, but it's all me. I can't trust him at all. But look how successful I can be <laughs> in spite of this mother. You know what I mean? It's like, man, that is so the wrong mentality. Like, that is not Andy Reid's mentality. You're not supposed to be winning in spite of your quarterback. You should find a guy you really trust. You but I will do. say, it sounds like the way he's talking about Brock, that that is somebody that he can trust. That he That is somebody good. that seemingly... Yeah speaks the same language he doesn't get to play that game anymore of like taking the ball out of brock's hands and say like dude you called him the real deal you got rid of trey you got rid of jimmy you better freaking trust him because again i think people are running out of, of patience of well wait till kyle gets his quarterback dude 
So you're you've seven. had multiple opportunities, and you've said Brock is the. This is your quarterback. You chose him. Make it happen, man. Don't treat him like a JV guy. Like we want to see the hurry up offense. We want to see you trust. Let him call audibles at the line of scrimmage, man. Let him do it. Rambo Wrangle says Bose is going to Pittsburgh for sure. I don't know about that. Ty Bud says so John. We had no plays to compliment Trey's skill set. Kyle. Sam is the next Steve Young. Get the bleep out of here. The decision was already made. The competition for fans. I agree. The second Darnold signed, he was going to be QB2. I said it immediately when Darnold signed that he wasn't just QB3 because yep. you don't do that when the 49ers did it on the first day of the legal tampering period without that. Really unfair to Trey Lance to string him along. Matt is back. He says teams would give the 49ers a six to keep Sam Darnold. <laughs> That's probably true. That Hilarious. might be my favorite comment of the day. Uh, Daza says, if we don't make the Super Bowl this year and regress, how feasible is it to trade Kyle and who could you trade him to? Let me just say that I would want to do. They would be a market, Kyle, but it's different when you trade coaches. You can't just ship them off wherever you want. To wherever. They have to agree to it. They had to ship Harbaugh to the Browns. It was done. Harbaugh didn't agree, so that's why that didn't happen. But that was going to happen if the 49ers had their way. Yeah, and the Raiders did trade John Gruden to the Bucks for mm-hmm. a f- two firsts and two seconds, and he he okayed it and won the Super Bowl. What about like like let's say Dallas fires Mark McCarthy this year because he's terrible. I mean, you know he's not going to win the Super Bowl, and they're getting impatient. Dallas could be one. Would Kyle not want to play for Jerry Jones? Maybe not because Jerry Jones is is a bit of a micromanager himself. You know what I'm saying? But here's what it is: Grant. you get paid. Yeah, trade Kyle to Dallas. Get a first round pick, get Trey Lance back, make Adam Peters the GM who supposedly really wanted Trey. And then it's Trey area back on, baby. Trade three firsts and a third for Trey Lance <laughs> to get him back in the building. I like it. No, I mean, I, I think there's a world where the, you, the Niners feel like, look, Kyle's really good. We've given him a lot of chances. It doesn't look like he's going to get over the hump for whatever reason here. Maybe he needs to go somewhere else. Maybe we'd be better off getting picks and going with someone else. Like, they could come to that. Maybe not, but they could come to that decision. And if they do, be interesting. I mean, you could get a whole lot. You could get, you could get, it's like, hey, man, Kyle threw away our first round picks for Trey Lance. Let's get him back. How are we going to get him back? Trading Kyle. Could you get two first? Could you get three? Maybe. I, a lot of people think he's super good. Cool. Cool. I'll say this. Peter King had a, a Monday morning court or a, football morning in America column this week where he talked about, you know, does Kyle Shanahan sort of need guardrails from ownership about what to do? Let's say things don't go great this season. And Jed calls Kyle into the office and says, Kyle, we're going to put up some of these guardrails. I'm going to have to take a more active role in this. And Kyle says, no, I want out of here. Forget that. I'm not doing that. There is a world where that happens. And Kyle Shanahan does possibly get traded. I'm again, that's, that's a good point. Because Kyle's whole thing, I, I don't think Kyle or Mike would are okay just being a coach. Their whole thing is we need to sort of be like the dictator of this organization. We need to be fully in control of everything. And I think that's their downfall. I think they take three or four jobs that are 24-7, 365 jobs and try to do all of them and do all of them kind of mediocrely because those are jobs that smart, capable people who've been preparing their whole lives for them should be doing every single second of their lives. And they're trying to do four at once play call, head coach, GM, and they suck at drafting. Like, they can't get round one right unless it's Nick Bosa. So, um, yeah, I could see the, the, the owners being like, man, Adam Peters is good. He hits all these picks in rounds five, six, and seven. Would you let him do his job and focus on coaching? And Kyle being like, no, no, that was not the deal. When I came here and saved your f-ing ass from the Chip Kelly debacle, so you either have me at my terms or not. And uh, 
I don't know. And I just have to decide. I mean, they're not going to get rid of him now, but if, if he has a down year, it makes their decision easy. And by the way, <laughs> this, is, this has happened before. Bill yeah. Walsh had some of his power taken away by 49ers mm-hmm. ownership. So this is not unprecedented. And by the way, that ended up working out for the 49ers. Pretty, pretty good. Just saying. They're hard I don't job. think it works out to give one coach all the power, to make one person the dictator of a team. Like, even if it's Bill Belichick, maybe if the guys won five Super Bowls, you could justify it. But on ideally, a coach is delegating tasks so he can do one thing really well, not doing it all. Well, and think about the Patriots, too. Like, they had the greatest quarterback in the history of the game, and it's not like they were blowing people out in the Super Bowls. They, yeah. Those are close Super Bowls. So it's, I'm just saying it's really hard and to do. And they suck at drafting. They suck at drafting. Right. That's true. And they've been bet because Belichick's a terrible GM. Ethan yes. says, crazy how Trey can be good enough to take JQ spot and be QB1 last year, but somehow isn't good enough to beat Darnold for QB2 and gets traded. That's why the Niners look really bad because there's no way to explain that. The only way you can explain that is that Kyle Shanahan changes his mind a lot and is wishy-washy at quarterback, which is the truth. There's no logical, smart way, 40 chess way to explain how that makes sense. It doesn't. Quarterback polygamist Kyle Shanahan. Gabriel Sorez says, Il Manning and Deshaun Jameson were claimed. Okay, let's get into the 52-man roster a little bit. I'm not going to pretend to know if Il Manning was good. I have no idea. I don't know if Deshaun Jameson was good. I'm, I can't but get... Wait, wait, wait. You kept, you kept Matt Pryor over Il Manning. You kept Isaiah Oliver over Deshaun Jameson. That's a big mistake, dude. Wow. How do you know, though? I don't know. We're not offensive line or, or defensive back. Isaiah expert. Oliver looked awful. It just felt like he's like... It, it, he looked, it looks like Matt Pryor's terrible. Matt, Isaiah Oliver's terrible. These guys are on the downside of their careers. These are two guys who have a future, maybe. And you let them go? Yikes. Yikes. Deshaun Jameson looked like a no-brainer. He did way too much in the preseason to, to slip through. I, I'm impressed that Il Manning... Hey, congratulations to both of them, by the way. Nice. Yes. I love seeing undrafted free agents get claimed. Congratulations. I thought the league would, would sort of scoff at Il Manning because he's 6'2", but he, he deserved it. Both of those guys deserved it. And it's interesting. Like I feel like they could have... Niners could have definitely kept him on their roster. Nick Zakel over Il Manning. Get the hell out of here. Matt Mayo tweeted, the 49ers were not awarded anyone off waivers. They lost three young players, Deshaun Jameson, uh, Keith Ishmael, or Ismail, I'm not sure how you say it, and Ilm Manning. Two of those guys went to the Cardinals in the NFC West, too. So Ilm Manning, if he develops, he's going to be on the Cardinals playing against you. Wow. Um, Again, wow. I I don't know. I I can't say that the Niners made a good move or a bad move. I don't know. But I just hope that the moves were I bet they're upset. I bet they're surprised. If they thought Il Manning was going to get claimed, if they thought Deshaun Jameson was going to get claimed, I bet they would have protected him. I feel like they're chagrined and upset. They should be. They should be. Those two are interesting. You don't want to give away young players like that so you could keep Matt Pryor? Are you kidding? And Nick Zakel? Wow. Wow. So we'll see how that works out. Here's my thing. If you kept Isaiah Oliver just because he was your big free agent signing and you didn't want to admit that you screwed up and you kept him over Deshaun Jameson, that's a problem for me. But if you honestly think that Isaiah Oliver is a better player, then okay, I have to take your word for it because I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at those backups on the offensive line. Matt Pryor, Nick Zakel, Jalen Moore, John Feliciano. Like, I'll take Il Manning over all of them. And the whole thing with cutting Il Manning, I thought they could put him on the practice squad. I was wrong. They were wrong. You got to get that right. You got to know if there, a guy has value. Like, don't wave him. If you don't want him on your team, trade him. Don't wave him. Don't That's just give him away. Get something. He has value. J- Jameson has value. Get a six-round pick, dude. You're just get, you're just burning 
draft picks anyway. Get something. Well, maybe they oh, well. tried. We don't know. Maybe they tried. Oh, well. Uh, true, true, true. a bunch of super chats I want to get to before we wrap up. Chris Tallarico, right. thank you very much. You don't trust Danny Dimes after one season, but trust Brock after seven games. Any coach that will let his playmakers play is better than Kyle. NFC Championship loss and a three-win season. Both aren't hanging banners. I didn't say I don't trust Brock. All I said is I don't know for sure. I don't yeah, know. For, nobody can know. It's the same thing I said with Trey. They just haven't played enough. It's not that I'm against Brock. I just, you got to do it for longer than than seven games and one quarter where your elbow gets exploded. I don't think that's crazy. I just got to say, I, I feel confident in whoever Brian Dayball's quarterback is, that he'll play well and stay healthy. You know, with, with Kyle, you might feel his quarterback will play well, but for how long? Until something catastrophic happens because Kyle called a seven-step drop from under center with Colton McKivitz, you know, on the edge with no help. I don't know. New thing. That's JT yeah. O'Sullivan. Thank you very much for that. That's going to be the new thing. Now, before it was blocking a pass rusher with a backup tight end. Now it's going to be how many seven step drops do you do from under center? Because apparently that's guaranteed injury if you do that. So that play is out of the playbook, apparently, because JT O'Sullivan says it like, I hate that. I, I actually agree with JT. It's not a guaranteed injury. It's just a, it's a dangerous play. And it's a reason you don't really see very many teams run that seven step drop from under center anymore. But the Niners do because, you know. Old school football, baby. It's not a football. It's the Shanahan's. It's how we do. Or just because you can run whatever plays you want. Like, whatever. Kenny yeah, Kenny can. says, what are the best moves the Niners could make at this point for a f- or future for a winning 2023-2024 season? I don't Charlie know. Charlie picks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that there are many left at this point. Like, you, the guys you're going to pick up now could be okay, but more than likely, they're not going to be major contributors to your team. How about get Nick Bosa on the f-ing team? That would be yeah. great. That's Get probably in here yeah. now today. That's it. Yeah. All I've been right. cursing a lot today. Sorry. You, you've been like bleeping and stuff. I Look apologize. List of, of curses from Grant. Ah, he uh, did it again. He did it again. Sorry. Says, After My the post extension, Lynch should be fired or resign and Peters move into the GM role. He has a lot to answer for after all the failed first through fourth round picks. I don't think John Lynch is long for this team one way or another. If they win the Super Bowl, he's definitely gone. If they don't win the Super Bowl, I could easily see him stepping aside because Adam Peters voluntarily took his name out of the running this offseason. He's not doing that unless one, he really, really wants to stay, which I highly doubt, or two, he thinks Lynch is going to be moving on soon and he's going to be the main guy. I don't see Lynch leaving unless they win a Super Bowl. I could see Lynch, if they win a Super Bowl, I could see Lynch being like, well, I did what I, what I accomplished, I, what I set out to accomplish. I'm a, cha- I'm a champion now as a player and an executive. Uh, I have a family in San Diego. I would really like to be just an announcer and chilling with my family down there. Set out what I, you know, I did what I set out to do. Until yeah. that happens, he just seems like too much of a competitor to walk away from the Niners when they're this close. I don't see it. Chris Tallarico's back. Dallas would never hire Kyle Shanahan. He'd ended up at a Jacksonville, Cleveland, Denver, Vegas, Miami, Detroit. Need a team with a bad front office to allow a head coach to have this amount of control. That's, That's true. How the 49ers got it. It's true. It's they true. were coming off two fired head coaches in it's back-to-back true. years, and they gave him whatever he wanted. Uh, Nathan Flores says, Keep Oliver and lose Jamison to the Panthers, shaking my head, and Manning to the Cardinals. Uh, palm slap. Uh, again, don't it just freak feels out. It like about a miscalculation. That. You don't want to lose guys. Those are your two best undrafted free agents, and you lost them because you thought you could sneak them on the practice squad? Like, man, that's too bad. Oh, well. Maybe they're your two best. We don't know. Well, let's let them play before we decide. Sure. Generic they were the two most impressive this offseason. Doesn't mean they'll have the best career. Let me put it that way. Yes. That's fair. Generic yeah. name. Don't trade Kyle. He doesn't deserve it. He deserves to be fired in disgrace. Make him an offensive coordinator who competes each week to call. But, man, people want their pound of flesh from Kyle Shanahan, don't they? 
Holy they do. crap. It's crazy. It's like, I've been trying to get a pound of flesh pause out of uh, Kyle Shanahan for like, since 2018. And Niner fans have been like, Grant, shut the hell up. Thought I was going to curse again. But I, I appreciate that. Uh, but uh, now they're right there. And I'm like, man, welcome to the club. I've been here sitting by myself, drinking tea in my room by myself for five years. It's so good to see people here having a we'll tea party. Will says, what happened to the injuries don't lose you your spot? Mosley Witherspoon debacle a couple of years ago, for example. That injuries always Ask cause Trey you to lose spot. Ask yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, what are you talking about? Because they always open the door for somebody else to play. And whenever that happens, yep. you could lose your spot. Chris says, what? The Niners picked a mediocre vet over a promising young player. They never do that at any position. <laughs> Chris, I love you, man. Your, your uh, sarcasm has been phenomenal this offseason. They do seem to prefer the known over the unknown, even if the and known. It's a win-out team. It's a win-now team. You got to have vets out there, except for Moody and Purdy. Those two, we trust them. But everyone else got to be at least 27 years old to play in this team. Sorry. Ty Bud, Daddy Cone basically said ownership should have should have reamed Kyle and John with no loop. I believe he did. They seemed apologetic for the failure saving face. I don't know that Jed York, maybe he did. I don't know. Does he have that in his bag? I don't know. Maybe the parents do. Right. Is anyone scared of Jed York? I don't know. No. Timothy Glander. Who's afraid of Jed York? Jed as stupid to trade Kyle Shanahan. If Kyle didn't have a good year this oh, year, I'm I, not Media's sure. turning on him. I feel like yeah. blood's in the water. All of a sudden, you're seeing people take Like when Jimmy Garoppolo took shots, it's like, wow. He has a lot of respect and credit in the uh, NFL community. All of a sudden, it seems like it's okay to say, hey, Kyle Shanahan's good at a lot of stuff, but this is a freaking debacle and it's his fault. Everyone's allowed to say that now. Interesting. I keep telling people when people feel comfortable, the truth comes out. Jimmy let the truth out this week. Now we get to confirm report that the vets complained about the Trey Lance package after Trey Lance is gone. That's Bad when we Kyle. find out stuff. Uh, it's Joe open season on Kyle. Hmm? Brock is mm -hmm. the quarterback Kyle can finally embrace because no matter how successful he becomes, he'll always be the guy drafted dead last, and his success will always be attributed to Kyle. Just like Belichick and Brady, for sure. Yeah, but I feel like now people are attributing it more to Brady because he left and won a Super Bowl, and Belichick true. only that is playoffs true. once. That is true. But I feel like taking a six-round pick and turning him into the greatest quarterback of all time is still like the, the, the GOAT accomplishment. Like, no one else can talk. Like, even Bill Walsh didn't do that. And so sure. now Kyle can be like, oh, I took the last pick in the draft and won a Super Bowl. Like, yeah, that'd be pretty heady stuff, but you haven't done it yet. I want to leave on a good note, so I'm going to point out again. Bosa contract may get done this week. Brock can play well, and this the, the sky's the limit for this they team. They can win the Super Bowl. Not all doom and gloom. Nope. But I agree that the clock is ticking and that the worm is starting to turn and we won't know how it works out till the end of the season, but we promise you, we will be here with you through the whole damn ride. And I feel like, so let's say they go 13 and four, go back to the NFC championship game. Everyone's cool. Even if they don't win the Super Bowl. but if they have a, a disappointing down season, let's say they win nine games, let's say they win 12 games, but lose in the first round of the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I feel like that kind of a letdown season fans wouldn't take well based off all that's happened the last couple of years, how this offseason has gone down. I think a lot of fans are like, look, I'll be happy if you continue this run of success. But if you take a step back, I'd be really upset. I don't think I'm going to take this with understanding and patience. I think that's where Niner fans are at. I could be wrong, but I think it's very much a put up or shut up year from Niner fans perspective and maybe from Niner ownership perspective too. It's going to be interesting to find out. And we're days away. I cannot wait until that gets started. 
Thanks, everybody, for all your super chats. Like and subscribe to Grant's YouTube channel and to the Gold Standard YouTube channel. By the way, I want to give a shout out to two new sponsors on the pod, HelloFresh and MyBookie. We have promo codes hey. for each one. Find them in the description of this show. Get some good food. Hey. Make a little money. We appreciate all the sponsors coming on board. How come you don't have sponsors, Grant? You don't need sponsors. You're just rolling in the I money. I do have sponsors. I just don't do them when we're I'm doing the show with you because you're the host today. But I do have sponsors. Oh. BetUS. Oh, yeah. BetUS is phenomenal. They sponsored my channel. Mint Mobile. Psh, Rob Martin, or Martin came in at the end. Rob Martin. Oh, my bad. Uh, Rob. What's up, fellas? Just got here. Grant, you hit us with a Kyle with a Kyle Shanahan. Told us Cone Phone oh, was Sunday. My bad. It's Saturday. Sorry. Glad for Trey. Heard his fan, not my just bad. the social psych side of it, but he's going to be a good player still here. Here's what Kyle does. He'll be like, um, practices at 1230 today. And so I live in Oakland. Like I have to make plans and drive. And then I'll get a text or an email saying like, oh, Kyle just moved practice up to 12. Man, it's like, it's like he gets to the line of scrimmage and starts moving people. It's like, oh, I got a motion. Oh, 12. Nope. 1215. Actually moving it back. It's like, man, do you not want me to come? What the hell? Because I'm do coming. Have, do you have to Pause. ask? Yeah. He definitely doesn't want you to. I think no. he would prefer no media wherever there. True. All right, everybody, enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Grant, thank you. We'll talk next week. Thank you.